Hello and welcome to We Forgive You, the show where we formally forgive your favorite's worst films. I'm Alex Fernandez, a writer at Places. And I'm Sarah Sorrentino, managing editor at Talk Film Society. Did you know that? I do now. (laughs) You didn't look at my tweet. How exciting. It's not exciting. I told them to give me that title. That's dope. I have to change the run of show now. Everything's gone awry. Oh my god, I changed one word and you're freaking... No, 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 no. Hold on. Gotta do my due diligences. Okay, fix the run of show. Fix it. You're the only one that looks at it, but you know, go fix that. All right. I'm the one that says it. How do you spell it? Managing. To manage. So is that with like a? Is that like an M? There's a J. All right, I'll find. I'll figure it out later. Don't worry. We have a guest. It's Pablo Hurtado, friend of Talk Film Society. Hello. Yay. What's up, man? What's going on with you? Not much. Just just hanging out, thinking about this. <laughs> hanging out yeah, with us. Yeah, thinking about this movie. <laughs> mm. Sarah, this has gone on for too long. Yeah. We need to be responsible here. We forgive yeah. you has gone on for way too long. That's true. With the <laughs> <laughs> without actually addressing whether or not we forgive these films. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> and we've done a lot of goofs and a lot of really <laughs> yak-em-ups. <laughs> yeah, you're, is that we're calling yak-em-ups? Yes. Okay. And, Sarah? Yeah? Where's this show hosted? Talk Film Society? That's right. It's not Talk Funny Society. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. So... I'm officially delegating this. Yeah. No joke zone. We gotta we gotta get the facts straight. How dare you? Who's who who did this? Who who got to you, man? I'm not gonna say. <laughs> did Marcelo get this to you? This is just No. <laughs> Marcelo he did not. This is all this is all okay. me. This is me not sleeping at night knowing that we didn't clear the air uh-huh. on the following films. Yep. Business order number one. I know how to do court stuff. Okay. <laughs> order number one. Episode 16. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I know. That kept me up at night. Sarah, do we forgive Mike Newell for Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? You know why we didn't go over it again in Harry Potter? And I, I, I reminded myself. Because we already, told, we already condemned Mike Newell to, to a painful death in Prince of Persia. <laughs> Like, he, he should have already been dead. He should have been guillotined. I don't know why he's still going. I think we just needed to talk some shit about Harry Potter, get it off our chest. All right. Who, who, who do we forgive or not forgive? We do not forgive Mr. Newell. We definitely forgive new Batman. Duh. All right. We sentence Mike Newell to... Guillotine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. <laughs> All right. Intense. And it's been done. Sorry, I've been on Twitter a lot today. <laughs> the deed is done. Now on okay, to the next matter. On the docket today, episode seventeen. Oh God. Pan. What we didn't we didn't we didn't what is this show even about, Alex? We need to remember. forgive or forget. Oh, forget? Can you act can you actually <laughs> I don't know about forget. <laughs> You're just coming up with things. Can you hear my gabble when I do no, it? No, that's just you hitting your hand against No no, I got I ordered it from Amazon.com. It's really good. Hey Pablo, have you seen Pan? I haven't seen Pan. Uh no, I haven't the one with you, Jackman. Yeah. Hey Pablo Pablo, just gut check. Do you forgive Pan? <laughs> uh, well, I haven't seen it yet, so no. No 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 no, no. just <laughs> gut check. Just gut check. Just okay. You won't no. forgive it? No, I won't forgive it. Good man. Court adjourned. <laughs> Adjourned. Court, court <laughs> sustained. Everybody who was on pan. Court's done. Everybody go home. To the guillotine. 
we get, we lo- we left sandwiches on the table outside. <laughs> Watch this Twelve Angry Men one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, I directed a stage form of Twelve Angry Men in high school. So, oh my god, that's the lamest thing I've ever heard. I, I kind of know a thing or two about the justice. I was stage manager for the King and I, and by stage manager, I mean there was no stage manager, but I didn't want to act, so they kind of just were like, "You're the manager." I'm like, "Great!" Wow, that really sums up my whole. That's kind of your your entire life. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> your thing, huh? Yeah, I don't want to participate, so they just make me manage it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Any other ones? No, I... That's it? Just the most recent ones we forgot what the podcast is about? Um, I can do the gabble thing again. Hold on. (laughs) Yeah, take your time. Sustained. That really is just your palm. I don't know why you're lying to me. (laughs) No, it's not. It's... It's a small LED flashlight that ha- that's uh, coated in rubber so it doesn't break my table when I smack it against it. Can, can jokes come Sustained. back now? Or- oh, Jesus. <laughs> Adjourn. Adjourn. Got it. Okay, I'm putting the flashlight away. What movie are we talking about today? Pablo, you tell us. Yeah, you tell us, Pablo. What's going on? Today we're talking about uh, the 1998 Roland Emmerich Right? Correct. Yep, yep. Right? It's Roland Emmerich. I didn't look at it. Uh, <laughs> classic uh, <laughs> Godzilla. Godzilla. 1998's Godzilla. I know that uh, I can name one person who's act- who acts in it. Oh, Leon the Professional is in this. Okay. So All right. Cool. Sarah. Okay. <laughs> and Broderick. That's not... Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria's in it. John Reno, not Leon the Professional. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. It's Leon. Mr. Leon. Uh, I'm not wrong. Those are the only three I I can think of right now. Yeah, I don't know. The dad from Transformers. Oh, shit. That is the dad from Transformers. Deep cut, Pablo. Good job. Yeah, but Leon was in it, though. He was really French. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he didn't like the creamer. Yeah, he hated the coffee. The coffee was awful. Didn't like the French roast. Why is this movie so terrible? It's like (laughs) so lighthearted and people are just dying. It kind of upset me. <laughs> it's 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 aggressive. Yeah. I feel like it's aggressively mediocre. Yeah. It's aggressively like, hey, we're a late '90s comedy with some like Jurassic Park shit happening in the background. Oh, they did so much Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, they did. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, we'll make uh, Godzilla for America. It's Jurassic Park. We'll even call him a dinosaur. Does anybody have a history with Godzilla in this? call today <laughs> does any has anyone ever watched any other godzilla movies i saw the first godzilla when i was a kid and then uh i've seen this and godzilla 2000 and then mm-hmm. the newest ones the the, the gareth edwards mm-hmm. this was the only one i've ever watched oh really and i watched this back in the day when it was on like tnt wait so you haven't seen the new one no interesting i haven't seen the new one i haven't seen the gareth edwards one what was the one that was Japanese, but also was, like, pretty hardcore? Is that the 2000 uh, Shin Godzilla? You mean the one that just came out? Shin Godzilla. Yeah. What's Godzilla 2000? That was a, uh, that was one that was made, I think, by Toho. Yes. And they dropped it, they released that in 2000, back when they were naming all the movies 2000. Yep. Oh, yeah, like Dracula 2000. And Pokemon 2000. And also, also came out pretty much. It, it, it came out like a couple of years after Godzilla '98. Of course, math. Godzilla 2000 kind of felt like Japan and Toho basically trying to reclaim Godzilla after uh, what 
the American uh, movie system ended up doing to uh, Godzilla over 98. Yeah, Toho does not like Godzilla 98. They really hate that dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's not even Godzilla. I mean, that's I mean, really that's what we should be talking about. That character, that thing is not Godzilla. I don't know what it is, but it's like just a, they're just like, yeah, we'll cut, we'll take the name, but we're going to make it totally different. Well, not totally different, but we're going to make like a American knockoff of this. Did anyone happen to read the the trivia for this movie? I did minimum effort for this movie, Pablo. I watched it. <laughs> so apparently Toho <laughs> gave the studio a bunch of notes of what they could and could not do with Godzilla. Like they couldn't mm-hmm. make him kill people. They, you know, he had to have this many uh, spikes, only three toes. And uh, Roland Emmerich was basically like, nah. And he just ignored all of it. <laughs> yeah, this Godzilla is a fucking anomaly. Like, this does not resemble Godzilla, really. It doesn't have the spirit of any Godzilla film. The new American films, like, do a lot more to uh, stay true to the spirit of actual uh, Godzilla um, as we know him. And uh, and as far as I know, like, I, I think basically a whole bunch of members from Toho saw uh, the 2014 Godzilla film and they said that it, they, they were very proud of it. They're, they felt it was very true to the spirit of that character and the franchise as a whole. So uh, so what the fuck happened here then? This is the second Matthew Broderick film I've had to watch in a, a week and a half. It's doing a lot to me emotionally in a bad way. Uh, I don't understand why he was so popular. So so here's a question. So, okay, the movie, the movie sucks. It's like super, super like not interesting and it's super not even that bad to even make like a, a, a dent. You could argue it's pretty bad. I, I don't think it's that, that, that bad. It's not the worst thing we've watched for this sh- podcast, but it is like an abomination of that time period. <laughs> like it is just so late 90s that I kind of hate it. Really? Uh, yeah. Here's here's my big question, because the movie's bad. Yeah. But why is everyone horny for Matthew Broderick? This is my thing, man. Like, why are women, like, throwing themselves at Matthew Broderick? It's like, oh, he looks so cute now. Like, really? Are you sure? There's a lot going on with that guy's face, to be honest. He's the worm guy. He's, He's the, the worm worms guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> How can somebody be referred to as the worm guy, and yet still... Everybody's tripping over this guy. Gotta get a piece of the worm guy. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, it's like he wouldn't star in the movie unless like they cast two girls to be attracted to him. <laughs> he accepted this without even reading the script. Oh my god, of course he did. He said Godzilla. Oh, I love that guy. Count me. Who, who did it? Uh, Roland Emmerich? Oh, wow. All right, perfect. What else has Roland Emmerich uh, directed? Uh, Independence Day? Whoa. Okay, someone told me. Yes, okay. Yes, I see this. I see Independence Day in this movie. He was just going for that look again. Everything is like high beams. Dark, mm-hmm. Darkness and high beams. <laughs> yeah. And also uh, monuments getting blown up, because if there's anything that a dude loves, it's a good monument getting blown to hell. I can see that, and that's probably why I dislike this movie. At least for, on my uh, TV, it's just really dark. I had the HD version. It was super dark when it was, when it was like the night scenes. I could not see shit, which is fine, because I kind of didn't want to see Godzilla. He looked weird. He looked like an action figure. <laughs> you know, like, back in, like, the early 2000s, late 90s, all the action figures were really blocky, and, like, they had big feet and big hands. You know what I'm talking about? I, I do. Like, I the know. creature action figures? Yeah. They're very plasticky. That's what this character looked like to me. He had, like, the big square jaw. 
his face looked like a rectangle cube thing. I had I had a Godzilla action figure uh, actually when I was a kid. Yeah, I saw this in theaters when it came out. Oh my Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. So I have I have a weird nostalgic feel to it because uh, my brother was he walked in while I was watching it or he was in the living room while I was watching it and just reminisced about how we used to we loved this movie as kids and now not so much. I can see that though. I mean, Alex brings up this pretty often on this podcast, but like the toyetic is that the word you use, Alex? Toyetic. Yeah, toyetic. This is very toyetic. Yeah, this Godzilla definitely is not meant to be like this strange creature that's like it's not like the actual uh japanese godzilla that that's a little bit more humanoid a little bit a little more emotive a little bit more like a i would say disconcerting to look at this godzilla is definitely more on the lines of like this is a big dinosaur for you to play with as a toy yeah, yeah. and it and it worked like there was tons of kids who like bought the movie and bought the toys on the premise that they liked the way that this godzilla looked to them and it was it was a fun design for them. I think that's like one of the biggest crutches against this film. One of the biggest things that goes against it is that it's hard to parse out what works for this movie. This movie detached from the franchise that it belongs to. From the intents of the creators of the character who's being licensed here. On its own, I don't think this movie is that remarkably awful. I think that when you hold it up to the standards of... Uh, Japanese Godzilla movies, for as hokey or as silly as they've gotten, they do have a consistency to the central character of Godzilla that is completely abandoned here. Do we factor that into this film? Do we? Does this film shoulder that burden? Do we feel like with the new films, is it high time that we let go of that? I think that that's mostly what was running through my head when watching this, because this movie actually isn't that engaging to me. Like, watching it now as an adult, it's kind of boring. Oh, yeah, definitely. It took me three different watches to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and I went and bought the, I went and bought the, uh, the 4K when it came wow. out. So, yeah, <laughs> so I, was, I turned it on and I just finally finished it today. And I, I think the third act picks up a little bit, even which isn't actually saying very much because it just it's just a mess. Yeah, throw, throwing in the nest threw me for a loop because I just didn't remember any of that, and I didn't like it. <laughs> but I mean, outside of trying to hold up to like the property of Godzilla and all that, I was mostly focused on how much they tried to detract from this monster movie all these human conversations and elements and the romance plot all of that i thought that was just not good like and that's why i'm saying this movie is not great like not even mediocre for me it's just very bubblegum it's so like it's like a blockbuster but they didn't even try to put any emotion behind anything I think my a major example of this is um when godzilla for the first time is going through the city and uh, right after the one guy who's from uh, The Simpsons <laughs> almost gets crushed mm. by him stepping on him. And then he he's like between the toe holes or whatever bullshit. <laughs> and he, they all go back to the newsroom. And in the background, I, you know, I keep my subtitles on. In the background, they're talking about how many people died. And she's just like thinking about how she's going to get the story from her ex-boyfriend. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Am I supposed to like that character? She's kind of a dick. Like, she's not great. Yeah. And I, the, the amount of tropes, like, especially the female journalist trope, and, me, and them trying to make it us feel bad for her, made me, like, especially annoyed. I, I'm so sick of movies that use female journalists as, like, little subplots for, like, 
women trying to make a name for themselves and careers. Like, it, it drives me crazy. They're always being sexually harassed by their boss, and, like, it's just like, oh, what a jerk. I guess I still work for him. It's very 90s. It's so, oh, there's nothing I can do about it except for work harder. Yeah, yeah. That, like, that's, that comes with the, the territory or something. It's, yeah, it's pretty terrible. So, her character sucked. Oh, Matthew, she was awful. Matthew Broderick was just leaning so hard into his most annoying qualities <laughs> as an actor. His, like, annoying, nerdy, putting his fingers together and sniveling kind of thing. It, that drove me crazy. The guy from The Simpsons was okay. I liked all the New Jersey references. That was cool. <laughs> and Leon the Professional. He is the best. John Reno is fantastic. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Amazing. John Reno's the best part about this movie, probably. Man deserves so much better in life. When he pulls off that Elvis Presley impersonation. Yo, I laughed out loud. The only time I laughed. That's the only genuine joke this movie has going for it. The only time I was like, I was about oh, that's to funny. bring that what? up. Yes. Like, <laughs> it was yeah, so good. When they're all chewing gum, like, really. <laughs> Oh it's my like, god. I don't, I don't even know how. They're just chewing gum obnoxiously. It was good. Yeah. Chewing gum loudly, which they think is a, a good way to, to disguise themselves <laughs> as Americans. Which that is was pretty good. great. That was good. All the French stuff was good. Even when it, that was corny, I was still happy. I was more interested in their story from the get-go. All of the military guys were boring. An- another thing I noticed, at least with the French... All of those guys are supposed to be Secret Service, but they look like regular dudes. Except for Leon the Professional, of course. But, like, especially when they're all getting in the military uniforms, they look so schlubby. I was laughing so hard. I was like, (laughs) you guys aren't going to get away with this. The biggest comparison I can have for this film is I think Godzilla 98 is probably, like, a big-budget Hollywood blockbuster version of an asylum film. I don't know if either of you guys are familiar with asylum films. Yes, uh, they make Transmorphers. Oh, yes! It's the company behind Transmorphers and every straight-to-DVD ripoff. Now, as I'm aware, like, Godzilla 98 had a huge um, sort of, like, CGI crunch phase because they had a lot less time to figure out the CGI than, say, a movie like Jurassic Park that had years of preparation. And so, basically, this movie does a lot to try to hide its Godzilla. I think the parts where it's most up, the comparison feels most apt to me is in scenes where Godzilla just disappears. <laughs> like, where'd he go? Which is the most preposterous thing. He just goes underground? They can't find him. I guess? They can't find Godzilla? Which is just such a... It just reeks of like, oh god, we just can't have more of this guy on screen. This is a problem. Have him disappear. <laughs> it's 100%. The whole time they were chasing him in helicopters and they, they were saying, we, you know, we can't find him, we can't find him. I kept thinking, why don't you just fly higher? <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll see the whole city. Then you can just... <coughs> you killed Alex, Pablo. Uh, <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> He died. Things like that didn't really make a whole lot of sense. And I I guess you just have to brush it aside. You know, the plot, I guess. (laughs) The entire film. At one point, I yelled out, oh, come on. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, come on, man. Are you kidding me? When he, like, jumps over them into the water and then the submarines, he's just, like, fucking dodging (laughs) missiles and shit in the water. And I'm like... You literally just got done saying he is just an animal and that he, you know, he's just trying, you we, you can entrap him. And now he's like dodging missiles like he knows they're coming. 
no big deal. Yeah, he did that. He did that earlier. He, he they shot two missiles at him, and he just ducked. And they're like, "Oh, I was just my yelling bad. at the TV, <laughs> annoyed." But I got over it. I got over it because I thought he. I believed the movie. I was like, "He's dead." They murked him. No big deal. Why is this movie still have an hour? Remember when they made a movie called Godzilla, mm-hmm. and they have the creature known as Godzilla. <laughs> Uh, just die halfway through the movie, <laughs> so and like nobody seems to give a shit. It was really weird. There's so What's many, up with that? Like weird points where you think people would have a certain emotional reaction, or they would at least try to show that to make it more realistic, and they're just like, "No, now we're gonna have a funny joke about pregnancy tests." But people are dying, and everyone got evacuated. It's really kind of scary, and no one is scared. Everyone's just laughing. Matthew Broderick is phased by fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. He's an emotionless, sad man. And creepy because they said that they broke up like eight years ago. Yes. And he has her <laughs> pictures in his in his thing. And he, uh, he, you know, when they see each other, they're shocked because they haven't seen each other. So that means they haven't seen each other or talked in eight years. And he still has her picture that he looks at every single day. That is creepy. That's pretty terrifying. This dude's collecting worms while looking at pics of his ex-girlfriend. I don't understand. Nobody should be attracted to this man. He should be shot into space, for all we know. They should have murked him like they murked Godzilla. <laughs> but but these human... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to see Matthew Broderick die in a movie. How, is there one where he dies? <laughs> I would like to watch it. Should have seen the unrated cut of Ferris Bueller. <laughs> he's just dying at the end. Oh, he's just, yeah, he's just where the principal shot. kid, the principal catches him. Yes, <laughs> that would be fair. To be honest, I I side with the principal in that movie. Oh yeah, first Bueller makes me anxious as an adult. I can't watch that. <laughs> I'm just so stressed out by this kid and his antics. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. I have one more specific point that I need to make about this movie, and it's about the fucking fish foreshadowing. The very first time that he takes out a boat, which the effects on the boat with his claws in it was really cool. A plus. That was good. Good job, guys. But then there's like cans of tuna and stuff that Matthew Broderick is holding. Am I alone in this? Were you guys paying attention to all the fish? Mm, um, no. I, I noticed some of the fish stuff. Uh... Okay, get ready. Okay. So then the, his second attack is on the another fishing boat. Then he attacks the fish market in New York. Remember? Guys, this is not a crazy theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's where the guy's uh, hanging from the car, and then he just, he dies. There's a guy in a truck for a fish? Did you pay attention to this movie? Yeah, where the Godzilla Godzilla lifts the truck oh, up yeah. with his mouth. The guy who's listening to music and doesn't really pay attention. And so we focus on him for a little bit, and then they just show him fly out of the car when Godzilla and him. I guess he died. Oh, yeah, he just definitely died, and we all laughed. A lot of people <laughs> and died. And the old man who was fishing definitely died i I felt so bad for that old man the world was against him that day literally everybody's making fun of this old man for being like why are you trying to fish it's raining and it's like come on he's an old man he's in the rain he's probably gonna get a cold and immediately die don't make fun of him that shot is that is really that is really cool though i did think that was cool it's a good shot oh yeah that shot sold the movie pretty much if I recall correctly, that was like a big part of like the promotional material for the movie is that shot of the old man just running away from Godzilla. Yeah, that was the teaser. That was one of the teaser trailers, I think. That was definitely a big part of the movie, and it is a cool shot. Mm-hmm. And it's also like a cool alternate uh, fanfic version of Old Man in the Sea, 
where it just ends with <laughs> the old man <laughs> finding out Godzilla's chasing after him. And he just gets fucking murked. Murked. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make that a thing sorry <laughs> i think if i'm right they did some practical effects with the uh with the baby godzillas for a short yes. period that didn't look too bad no yeah. the practical stuff looked good but again at that point we were just in a jurassic park movie so i didn't care anymore yeah they were basically bigger raptors yeah this is basically what the movie wanted to show you all along there's a pretty clear disinterest in the actual Godzilla stuff mm-hmm. uh, outside of when a monument explodes because again that's Roland Emmerich's thing nothing gets him <laughs> nothing gets him <laughs> excited quite like that the whole baby Godzilla raptors running around that's a big chunk of the movie and that's arguably the more compelling stuff because it's clear that somebody gave a shit about it that is where all the actual practical effects lie uh, especially when uh, the baby Godzillas are bursting out of the eggs, that's when you see the majority of them, and uh, they look all right. I mean, I- I'm always uh, as a fan of you know actual like Godzilla films and uh, Power Rangers and all sorts of things that involve big rubber monster suits. It's fine. It looks good. It looks a hell of a lot more compelling than the CGI baby dinos that uh, we see for the rest of uh, the movie. Slipping and sliding on the basketballs and the gumballs. That made oh me my god. <laughs> it would be good if it weren't for the fact that the entire time that you're there with the baby Godzillas, like the human characters get away so easily. Like a surprising amount of people are alive at the end of this movie. Yeah, I was ready for everyone to die. I'm like, okay, Leon, go out with a bang, sacrifice yourself for the good, don't do but it. No. And then even like camera guy got away with it. They killed all the French guys except for him. And all the American soldiers live, except for those helicopter guys, I guess. Americans can't die. A Godzilla movie where the military force fighting Godzilla survives. Meanwhile, Godzilla just fucking dies. And hmm, that's interesting. Guys, I don't think we should forgive this director, Mr. Roland. Uh, It's obvious that he just does like cocaine sessions and like decides what he's going to blow up and then directs it. It's not really for me. He shouldn't be allowed to keep going. He needs to be stopped. Mm. It's up to us mm. to make this decision. Matthew Broderick, he's already over. He hasn't. He doesn't do stuff anymore. I will say. I mean, I don't necessarily need more Roland Emmerich movies in my life. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I cut him off at 2012, starring John Cusack as the misunderstood writer who's just like, please buy my book. The world is dying. But at the same time, this isn't really Emmerich's worst film, in my opinion. It's it's a snooze for sure. Like, I I don't. It's not a good film. I don't even think it's particularly exciting. I think I have more memorable experiences with the big Godzilla toy that you got at the Toys R Us than the actual film itself. This isn't really the worst Roland Emmerich's done. I think if we wanted to do a Roland Emmerich episode, I, there's definitely worse subjects. Yeah, I mean, he did The Day After Tomorrow, which is which is a, a, a which is fun. Oh my God, what's his name was in that? Jakey G. Jakey G. Back in the day, Jakey. Little young Jakey. You were young and you had your Donnie Darko hair. He looks so cute. Mm-hmm. And Emmy Rossum. Oh comes yeah. Out yeah. For the most part, if we're gonna actually forgive a film, this is the the worst American Godzilla film. For sure. And I think I think that would be totally unforgivable if it weren't for the fact that the Godzilla films that have followed in its wake from America have shown quite a bit of reverence for the material and seem to actually care. Yeah. And I think I think that that relationship has been mended between Toho and like American production companies. I like King of the Monsters. I saw it. Did you? I love it. I love it when the big guys start beating wow. people up. Wow. 
Pablo, I haven't seen it yet. No, me neither. I'm not I was going to go see it today in IMAX, but, uh, but I didn't. <laughs> Watch it in IMAX. It's going to destroy your eyes and ears. Today was the last day to see it in IMAX. Of Dark <gasps> Phoenix. damn it. Dark Phoenix? Who's going to see Dark Phoenix in IMAX? Trash fire. <laughs> Who's going to see Dark Phoenix? <laughs> in general. Why? No. Why would you? The last one had Oscar Isaac and he looked ugly in it. Listeners, love yourself. I saw that. Uh, did you see it in IMAX? <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> No, I didn't. Okay, I did not see it in IMAX. Don't go see Dark Phoenix. If you take anything away from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything you take away from this podcast, if this is the last time you listen to us... <laughs> Please, just just don't watch Dark Phoenix. <laughs> just do right by yourself. Treat yourself nicely. Do it for you, man. <laughs> do it for yourself. You are a beautiful, fantastic, unique person that does not deserve to watch middle-of-the-road garbage like Dark Phoenix. 100%. I agree. Well, that's a great way to end this episode, I think. Pablo, plug yourself. You on the Twitter? Tell us about your Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at at I'm Pablo underscore I underscore right. I made that my senior year in high school, and I'm too lazy to change it, so follow me there. That's respectable. That's the only place I'm at, mostly. I'm on Instagram, same thing if you want to see my stories. That's about it. (laughs) You have great stories, Pablo. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. You know who we definitely don't have to forgive? Pablo for his great stories. Those are always on point. Already good. Roland Emmerich, take notes. Roland Emmerich, please... Please get some help. Go to rehab. I hope your movie later this year is better than this one. What's he got coming? A war movie, I think, with Woody Harrelson. Does he blow up any monuments? Holy shit. I don't know. Let's hope. It's I don't, I don't know when it's set, but uh, hopefully he blows up. Just blow up everybody in the cast. In war, things get blown up, so that would make sense, I think. Personally. Alex, you hmm. you doing anything with your life these days? Um, no. You can follow me on Twitter at TweetNandas. That's the word tweet, <laughs> like a bird does. And then uh, the letters N-A-N-D-E-Z. Follow me on there. I make some good goofs. A couple of uh, hot, sizzling takes about cinema. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't really. I hate film Twitter. <laughs> I hate but, Twitter. But, but, I never tweet. follow me. But follow me. Have some fun. Talk to me. Say, why haven't you watched The Love Guru yet, you cowards? Wow. And I'll respond yeah. with, uh, please, at Sarah Sorrentino, because, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm waiting, too. I'm with you. No, we're I'm, never watching The Love Guru. I don't want to I'm going to start a GoFundMe so, <laughs> so we watch The Love <laughs> Go Guru. GoFund Sarah's will to live so she can watch The Love Guru with Please. You. Pay go fund me, pay for the therapy that will be needed for Sarah <laughs> after she watches The Love Guru, starring everybody's favorite Mike Myers from Shrek. He did the funny voice. You can watch that back to back with Master of Disguise. Oh my god. Can I say Master of Disguise is a movie I've seen probably way too many times. I like Master of Disguise. How dare you, Pablo? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I don't think I I, th- I don't think I made it past thirty minutes. Master of Disguise is a good movie. Let me tell you, the movie barely made it past thirty minutes either. Hey yo Oh man, what's his name? Alfredo? Okay, that's the end of the episode. Did you stop really? Ah oh, shit. I was going to clarify, the joke was made because Master of the Skies was barely feature length and had to include a blooper reel as a part of the the film in order to uh, make it to feature length and go to theaters. Yeah, I'll I'll do your parts later, okay? All right, yeah. All right, bye. Internal pressure is 
five G's.